0: There was, like, a tweet of just, like, some guy, like, some kid just, like, got a new credit card. <laughs> like, see and then, that. like, just, like, and he just, the person took a picture of it, and then the one of the comments was, like, nice! Can I see the back?
1: <laughs> Why does everyone want to see the back? replied the original. Like, poster. yeah,
0: okay. yeah. good! <laughs> Check it out! Whoops. <laughs> Pin number 4126! <4126. laughs> like, we're naive
1: soul yeah
0: yeah uh anyways uh let's uh all read our like um let's all read our credit card numbers on air very quickly <laughs> on the show so, great let's do it okay so here we go Twenty sixty nine.
2: uh <laughs>
1: 666 420 again
0: what are the odds wow man well i got all i needed let's start the episode <laughs> click
2: remember that record that you bought me like two years Go. Well, I just remembered that it's sitting in the closet, so I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to that. I've been meaning to listen to that. Why don't you come over and talk about it? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Why don't you come over and talk about it?
0: Oh what a beautiful podcast. Oh what a beautiful pod. Everything's potting my podcast. Everything potting pod pod. Yay. Oh what a beautiful. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> that's how the song goes. It's like it just like keeps happening. <laughs> it does
1: keep happening.
2: I listened to the soundtrack again. But at what cost?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to I've Been Meaning to Listen to That, the podcast where we go through albums we've been meaning to listen to and use that as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests. Uh, yeah, let's just get this over with in terms of like introducing you guys. Uh, you uh, you might know them as like uh, Spake nightly, and you might know them, you know, performing here and there, like do giving us the old razzle dazzle and such. Uh, it's Jess Schliff. Schli- I forgot cat. It's, <laughs> it's me, Jess Schliff. Schliff, there we go. Like, you told we had this discussion before, but like, so we'll, we'll. This is by the way. This is gonna be a six-hour episode. We're gonna like. There's so much to talk about. There's so much like here. Um, but like, how are, how are you, Jess? Like, uh, what's been going on? I'm going on. You know, I'm. I'm going on. I said, oh, yeah, 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 uh. yeah. I
2: I've been better, but I can't really complain. You know, just doing some online drag stuff, which is
0: going well. Um,
2: but yeah, other than that, I'm I'm doing okay.
0: Yeah, I guess like so we talked to you when we did our um Dark Side of the Moon episode. That was like oh, that was like a year and a half ago, maybe.
2: I remember when I completely fucked that up.
0: You're fine. You uh, just forgot to listen to the record before coming in. He wasn't um, clear. I feel I feel really bad because like now I'm like I'm very like listen to the like to all our guests like listen to the record. You have to do like um but like um yeah it was it was on me too that I didn't make that very clear. We had you on like a year and a half ago, and uh, I guess like that long ago. Wow. Yeah. Wow, mater. Um but wow. This is our this is like a segment of our show, by the way, like, dueling Owen Wilsons. Wow.
1: Wow. I, I, can't, I can't compete. Ciao. Wow. I can't I can't
0: compete. By the way, we're gonna have our second guest like do do her Owen Wilson <laughs> impression. Like um, but like um so since then, you know, you said around that time that you kinda were Still figuring out what the what spank nightly was, like your drag persona, what that was. Yeah. Like I was wondering like what the progress has been since then. Or like what what how's that kind of grown and evolved?
2: The thing about drag is that like when you have a persona, it's not gonna come right away, not all the time. You know, it's a slow progression of like, you know, figuring out what it is. And sometimes it clicks right away, sometimes it doesn't. I I finally found what exactly the kind of like character it is. And I'm basing a lot of it off of uh, old cartoons, like old uh, Fleischer and, you know, Mary Melody's uh, aesthetic, oh but in kind of an ironic uh, sense, because a lot of those cartoons uh, were bad.
0: <laughs> How are they bad? Like just like sexist and stuff? Yeah, sexist, racist, all that. And I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm saying
2: like when you look back at the nostalgia of it, you're like, oh, wow. Okay. Ugh. i i wanted the aesthetic but kind of the dark a dark element
0: yeah yeah and just like kind of like so using the aesthetic to like shine a light on the the or underbelly of it that's cool i love that i've seen a few like performances like online and stuff like that and just like here and there like it's all so cool like everyone everyone out there you totally check it out it's incredible stuff um, but, uh, that's enough of, that's enough of you. Um, let's, t- let's talk to our, um, we need to get like a third, we need to get the third <laughs> Owen Wilson impression like in here. So, uh, oh, wow. let's go. Uh, wow. 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 <laughs> so really so um, I'm trying. I um, don't know. <laughs> yeah. That, I think that was as good. Like, I think you should be on SNL. Like that was like, really good. Like <laughs> it's so a low bar. I'm an agent. And, uh, I heard you doing your own Wilson on the bus and like, yes, I had to sign yes. to.
1: skyrocketing. You know, those stories of like just
0: being discovered in Hollywood. Yeah. Just, like
1: Wow. This, this is how, this is my moment in history.
0: This is, this is how, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, okay. um, but yes, we're here with, uh, you might know her from, you know, various shows along, uh, the CU area. And uh, we all miss her dearly, uh, but she's in a different place. Heaven. Just kidding. Um, She's over there in the Zoom call. It's Jenny Gleason. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Jenny.
1: I did have a, a concerned uh, person who went to the Jenny's, the red carpet affair, right after I left and uh-huh. my video came on i said something about what cutc means to me and everyone went oh Aww. and she thought that i had died <laughs> she, oh, no. she thought i had actually died and had to check in i am alive i am well the reports of my death were greatly exaggerated and uh, i am now living in the suburbs of dc yes
0: wow like i think wow. like what made people like <laughs> wow i think what made people concerned though was the fact that like um you started the video off of like if you're watching this i'm already dead no. like i think i think that might have like confused people yeah like, i'll people try to avoid that bit. next
1: time i wasn't yeah. thinking you know
0: It's a real oversight yeah um but hi jenny how are you doing
1: hi andrew i'm good i'm you know working living the quarantine life um missing performing like i think all of us are but hanging in
0: uh <laughs> oh. uh but uh what's it called we um so the three of us we, we were kind of like for a few years like we were like kind of always like in shows together like we yeah. were you know i've always seen you around like um what's it called um i met jess during doing uh thoroughly modern millie in 2013 or something like that 2012 probably like 2011 or 12 or something. It was my senior year in high school. So
2: that was 12.
0: But like, I just remember watching you like do that character for the first time and just like being like very, um, because I was like starting out, I was very like green. I was very like, um, had no like experience. had no. I just like, um, yeah, I had like no experience. I like didn't know how to dance. I didn't know how to like sing. And I barely know how to do those things now. Like it's not (laughs) that much better. (laughs) Like, uh i my body hasn't like um my like my uh motor skills have not progressed beyond like a like a fifth grader so um what's it called but yeah i was just like i remember being like very impressed and very like uh blown away and just like oh this is someone whose coattails i want to like kind of like hang on a little bit uh just like uh because you were like because i was like very intimidated but like i knew you were like super into like cartooning you're super into like you know w- like kind of like comedy and like you know you can like you loved pop culture and stuff like that and i like i it was like a way to like have an in with someone who was like oh part of the main cast like oh part of like this whole like thing
2: and then, then you met like, me and you were disappointed yeah
0: yeah that's the end <laughs>
2: Jess
0: is an asshole. I should just, I should invite them on my podcast two times to like (laughs) really, really show, put it on a higher platform. (laughs) And uh, Jenny, we like, I like you were like kind of a similar thing of just like, um, you know, just like uh, what's called how to succeed in business without really trying. Uh, Jess, I remember that was our first show. Like the three of us. Yeah.
1: We were all in that one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I was like, just like, man for <laughs> <Just like, laughs> I was always the guy who just like talked in the background just like the guy the main character is doing a thing <laughs> you know? that's so important that my, though but, that's so uh, important to this yeah that's the like the show we kind of like know each other most from is like you're a good man Charlie Brown and uh that, it, yeah once I like I said it's just like the closeness of the cast just like because it was only like five main characters um me you you Miguel and Ray. It was like that was it, and, Charlie. and like yeah, Charlie, and then like Stephanie, the director, and like Tim, the the music director. It was like that was and like Heather, like just a few people here and there. But like that was it was like a very skeletal crew. And then just like uh, I was like wondering like what your like kind of like memories of that were in general, like of being I tired.
1: Yeah. I was so tired. I was so <laughs> much older than all the rest of you. <laughs> <laughs> and just like my body I just I'm like being being eight is so exhausting and yeah I was so tired I mean I loved it also it was one of my favorite roles and it was like you said so nice to have such a small cast that got really close um so I have very fond memories of it and I especially liked when we had our Charlie Brown Thanksgiving
0: oh yeah yeah yeah. that was really fun we, yeah we like gathered at your house and we like watched the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving like, yeah sh- like It was like so. And we had like, it was super corny.
1: And then Tim ate like a loaf and a half of bread. Do you remember that? (laughs) (laughs) He was like, do you have any more toast? I'm like, I can make more toast. And then like the loaf was gone. And he was like, do you have any more toast? And I was like, I'll find some, I guess. I don't know. He ate so much toast. (laughs) I was very very surprised. Uh, Anyway,
0: anyway. (laughs) (laughs)
1: His (laughs) digestive system has never been the same.
0: (laughs) Uh really quickly about Tim. Like he was the music director. And like he, uh I played like um what's it called? He played uh Javert in like Les Mis like the last year and he was our music director. I was always so impressed by him. I was like so like
1: I remember you coming out of the audition and you were like Tim Renner's in there. Tim Renner listened to me sing. <laughs> Tim, Tim, listen to me sing. I'm like, I know he's the music director. And you're like, that was Tim. It
0: like, was yeah, it was so cute. I, I, that was like- <laughs> Uh, like, that's like something I want to get to, like, just a little bit, like a little bit later, but like, uh, the story I was trying to tell was just like, trying to tell, um, the story I was going to tell was just like, uh, he played Javert in like Les Mis. And, uh, I remember like going up to him and, you know, maybe someone almost messed up, but like they didn't mess up. And I was like, I said to him, like crisis diverted. And I thought that was very funny. And we all laughed. We all had a great time and I won the Pulitzer for that joke. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like this is the last thing about theater before we get to the actual record. Cause we've been talking for a while. We'll cut this down by the way. Um, uh, but like the thing I was going to say was just like, I remember the, the recurring theme throughout all of this was, um, I remember like very much being on the outside of everything and being very much like, kind of like, Oh, I was very, like, I felt like I wasn't like, I didn't have the talent necessarily at the time. This is what I believed. I didn't have the talent necessarily to justify like kind of being, you know, in that vicinity. Like, um, so like, uh, I like, um, but then just like having like people like you, people like Jenny, having people like Jess, you know, just like always being so like, welcoming and always being so like, uh, you know making me feel like oh like i kind of like uh like kind of belong there and all that stuff like that's some that's something i treasure very much and like that's also like something that like um that's that's just always like a perpetual feeling of just like even still i feel a little outside of like the theater world a little bit but like that's like the perpetual feeling that i feel sometimes but the idea of just like uh so i hold i hold um People like that people like you guys like very close to my heart and like it also like helps me with it also helped me believe in myself of, like this show i just like reaching out to like people outside of like the the bubble we had in like champagne urbana and like theater world and uh yeah it's all very so thank you for coming on the show we really uh yeah i i'm really i'm really happy we're still friends and still interacting uh
1: me too glad to be here yeah yeah
0: and also just shout out to, like, Stephanie for, like, creating that environment for us. Yeah. I think, like, a great director, a good director, like, facilitates an environment like that where it's, for like, sure. welcome to, like. Yes. There have been definitely, like, uh, been shows where, like, some directors kind of, like, let that fall by the wayside mm-hmm. of just, like, you know, letting internal, like, kind of conflicts kind of, like, fester and brew and stuff. And, like, that affects other people. So um, she did a great job. Like, she, we love her. Uh, come on the show. Um, but yeah, let's talk about, uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Oh no. Like, is that a song? That's from not how this? It goes. It's not, I don't think it's how <laughs> it goes. Okay. Um, but like, we're here to talk about Oklahoma by Rogers, <laughs> um, by Rogers and Hammerstein. Uh, what is your, what are your guys's, uh, relationship to, uh, this show, Oklahoma?
1: Okay. I love Oklahoma. I've always loved Oklahoma. I performed many a new day in the variety show my freshman year of high school. And I've been in it twice. And I don't know, I watched it when I was a kid and I just thought the music was so beautiful. And I've always loved it. And of course, now I see that it's actually super problematic. And I'm sure Jess will speak to that. (laughs) But um, I because I I think think I don't
0: think I don't think Jess eh? has or historically know. had no problem with this show. I don't and know. Like has never made their stance known. We'll see what this.
1: happens. But, um, yeah. I think like we were kind of talking about before, like looking back on something that we liked as kids that hasn't aged well. Um, that's sort of where I am with Oklahoma. Like I look at it and I'm like, I love you so deeply, but you're so, so flawed. And so that's, that's kind of my relationship with the show.
0: Yeah. Uh, what about you, Jess? I'm sure there's nothing controversial here. <laughs> so
2: I was also in it twice. Um, wow. My first show actually was Oklahoma when I was five years old. Um, uh, my dad played Judd Fry. That was like a like looking back at that. That was a weird. T- I re- I remember being kind of scared because this character was scary, you know. Yeah. So I was like, oh. <laughs> um. Uh, but then uh, I performed in it my uh, senior year of high school, uh, and even before then, I really didn't like the show. Like I just didn't like the music of it but I also just didn't like the story either and then we did it my senior year in high school I believe I was just a chorus member then yeah oh. uh same with the first time I did it uh and I just overall it's just not I I I really I, I really can't stand this show um way too many <laughs> But like, I also realized that without this show, small towns in the Midwest would have nothing
1: to perform.
0: (laughs) This is all we have. Like, You can't take this away from us.
1: But I think that's why people hate. I mean, I can't, I'm not, you know, I can't speak for you, Jazz, but I think that part of the reason that so many people don't like Oklahoma is because they've seen so many terrible cafetorium productions of Oklahoma and it makes it easy to hate because it is like 19 hours long. But like, that's also how I feel about
2: most uh, Rogers and Hammerstein shows.
0: (laughs) Now, like uh, when you were in high school, like, were you kind of like, was it just like a gut like, feeling, like, I don't like this. This is, like, kind of, like...
2: Yeah, early. I really didn't like their choice in show um, when they when they announced it. I was like, oh, God, come on. This, <laughs> there are so many other shows we can do. Uh, but they, they chose Oklahoma, um, and then I auditioned uh, and uh, only got a chorus member, which was very, like uncharacteristic for that time but I was like okay whatever um and I mean that as far as it was my senior year uh and a whole bunch of other things were going on and at that point like I was just like oh okay I mean I don't like this show anyway but you know (laughs) whatever uh and just a whole lot of things happened while I was in that production um and uh I do have some uh bad associations because i was in that show during a lot of shit that was going on yeah uh, in my life uh but like when i take that out i still don't like the show <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I, ha- I have examined i'm like hmm
1: are these bad feelings harbored from this traumatic experience and then i'm like no that's me in carousel because I went to see Carousel and then I came home and found out my cat was <gasps> dead.
0: Oh my God.
1: And so I've often revisited it. Like, do I hate Carousel so passionately with the fire of a thousand suns because of my cat's death? No, it's because it's terrible and it glorifies domestic violence. Dad. It's very bad. Very bad. Anyway, that's but that's so not dark. Sorry, that's not the show we're talking about. But I understand yeah. that feeling, Jess. Of Like having to take a step back and be like, is this just a personal grudge? Carousel is worse than I no, no, it sucks. it's oh, so much
0: worse. It's terrible. It's so much worse. Thank, thank you. I, I'm glad to hear you say that. Yeah, let's just, let's just like uh, hop into it yeah, a little we have, bit. We have our notes. Yeah. So, um, let's just like uh, go through the plot though, really quickly. Oh yes. Just like, the plot. Yeah, the plots. Uh, so the 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 musical starts with Curly. Uh, you know, in the in the version I saw, played by Hugh Jackman, who's great in it. He's like, isn't he great?
1: So, I love him in that role
0: he he's like he's playing like a he's doing a singing role where it's in his reign and you know
1: like, such like an underhanded compliment but also so true yes
0: but like Lay Miz, he was just kind of like really str- like he's a great singer but like it's like it's a, and it's a great role but it's like and his acting is good in that movie but like his ring eh, yeah, so ah, just like him kind of yeah. doing that yeah. Um, but like, uh, yeah, like I, he was like a very, this is like one of his like breakout things, you know, like kind of like the thing I was like filmed and like immediate. you're you're on, he's on screen and you're like, oh, he's a star. He's a star. Yeah. Like, and I just like, this is just a tangent. I just love how like he, you know, shows like a different, like he has access to both sides of like masculinity of just like being, you know, he loves ballet. He loves like being like a silly goofy guy, but also like being a, like a tough action star and like also like those things are like very inextricably linked of just like you know fight choreos is like more like dance than like you know brute force or like all that stuff so um very true but yeah like Hugh Jackman shows up he goes oh what a beautiful morning oh he just like sings just he just like, like shows up like coming in hot um and then he wants to ask out Laurie who's like this like you know young lady he's a very like firecrackery young independent uh like fella lady lady pal fa- pal um she's a very she's a very fun lady pal she's like oh like Hugh Jackman wants to ask out like uh Lori to to some sort of dance thing and then uh Lori's like ah, I'm not interested and then like Hugh Jack like uh Curly sings a song about just like hey, like, I'll take you out in a nice wagon, you know? I'll, like, it's the nicest wagon, very nice wagon. And then she's like, oh. But then he's like, I made it up. And she's like, oh. And then they're just like. (laughs) (laughs) Feel free to interject to, like, if I'm, like, doing a good job. No, it's good, yeah.
2: yeah. No, 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 you're pretty accurate.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Nailing it so far. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. But they're just, like, kind of, like, talking around each other. Um, they're just like, you know, they both kind of like each other, but like, they're not like, there's like, they're kind of dancing around the fact of just like, you know, what if, what if she says, no, what if he laughs at me, you know, stuff like that. And then, uh, Curly asks like the, uh, the mom, the aunts. She's
1: yeah. She's Lori's aunt. That was the role I played in 2016 Aunt and Eller.
0: Yeah. So aunt, she goes to aunt Eller and he goes to aunt Eller and says like, uh, does she does she have any other suitors and then he she's like oh there's this person there's this person also there's this judd fry fellow who lives in like the shed out back and he's like he has pornography on the wall and uh he's a real he's a real weirdo if you ask me like he's like she's that's basically the the tone (laughs) of the, the scene um and then uh Hugh Jackman's like ah, oh, that, that's a bummer ah, oh. and then <laughs> the next scene is like uh, Will he's like this uh he's this cowboy friend, uh he comes back into town he's like hey I was in Kansas City it's pretty really cool he sings a song about it they dance around they have a great time um he was like I saw these ladies they were like pretty bosomy if you ask me oh they had tits and stuff. And, and then, then uh, sort of kitty bar. um they do a whole dance and stuff um i'm just like trying to remember like from the top of my head it's
1: basically right it's um, like the longest scene ever written in the
0: history of ever <laughs> it's so long. Yeah. um and like for 30 minutes like you like curly's not there <laughs> he's just like ah, yeah. for- we we introduce them like i ah, forget about them and they just like have this whole thing and then um will's girlfriend girlfriend ish thing love interest um, love interest yeah like Addie. Ado Annie Ato Annie yeah Ato Annie uh she she's like um she's a she's not very she's not very smart <laughs> like um and uh what's it called like she um yeah she like uh has like this fling with like the the peddler uh Ali a- Akeem, uh and like Will like she has like kind of like she's like she's been very repressed and now she's like kind of exploring her sexuality. It's very sex positive. Yeah. Like that's like, we'll talk a little more about like the sex positivity of the show. And like, you know, maybe like the justification for some of these reads. Um, but like, she's kind of like, finally like, uh, you know, dating around and she's like, she sings a song. I can't say no, uh, that we'll talk about. (laughs) Um, so there's that. And then, uh, what's it called? Like, by the way, like, Ali Hakim is like clearly like four times her age. <laughs> like it's um and like she like they have like the scene about just like how Ali Hakim is like you know he does he doesn't really she's not he's not in love with her um but he just wants to like you know um he wants to uh winky 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 winky. <laughs> yeah. Je- Je- Jenny's winking right now. <laughs> um Ali Hakim doesn't want to marry him. He just wants to winky wink. And um, she like. um, What happens next? What happens next? Shortly
1: thereafter. Well, everybody else arrives for the party. Oh, yeah. So then the rest of the town is like meeting at Lori's and her aunt's house farmstead to get ready to go to the box social barn raising party. So then, you know, there's another girl flirting with Curly and all the girls are like, oh, don't you like Curly? And Lori's like, whatever. There's more men where he came from. But then it actually, mm-hmm. then she cries. <laughs> and that's, like, finally the end of the scene, I think, is finally where the scene ends.
0: Yeah, and, like, uh, while this is happening, like, uh, Curly, like, asks out this other girl mm-hmm. um, to the sock hot, like Oh, and
1: to yeah. the sock
0: <laughs> <We're> <laughs> Or whatever. Ricocheting
1: in between different <laughs> historical eras. <laughs> but we forgot something important, which is Judd actually asks Lori to the dance, and she says yes.
0: Curly goes to Lori, And they have a song about like, uh, what's it called? Uh, you know, they're, they're both interested in each other, but they can't say like, they're like kind of like talking about like, well, well, everyone else thinks we should. And then she, they're like, wouldn't it be like, you know, wouldn't it be nice? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and then, so like, there seems to be like, there seems to be interest, but they like break it off again. There's another, the same beat again. Um, and then they do the thing you would think would happen next is uh, Curly goes to Judd's house, like his little shed, and sings a song about how he should kill himself. <laughs> Our hero. Yes. Judd is like, uh, so like, um, what's it called? Curly asks like Judd to like, uh, what's it called? Like, uh, hey, I want to ask, like, I like, Step I want to, I'm going to, I want to ask Laurie yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then Judd's like, no, she's my property, basically. basically. And like, I'm going to like go berserk if you like, if she says no, I'm going to like, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. And then uh, they sing a song about how uh, what's it called? Judd sings a song. And it's like his villain song. And it's very satisfying. It's, it's, good, a, it's a good, good song. Um. Oh, in the in between that, though, like um, Will is supposed to pay Annie's dad. Fifty dollars to marry her, you know.
1: You know, like, like property. Five billion dollars back in that time. I look, I've, I did the conversion at one point, and I think it was like around uh, three or four grand.
0: Yeah, it's like it's, it's like, like a lot like of money. <laughs> it's like it's a lot of like so like um, but like uh, this piece of shit. Like instead of using it to like use to give it to her dad, she he buys her presents.
1: He's just like, so dumb. What is yeah.
0: yeah. Then there's like this hilarious misunderstanding where the dad's like, You better marry my daughter or shoot you to the peddler, and the peddler's like, Oh no, okay, I guess. Um, so like oh, I'm stuck with a with a marriage, um and then I'll just like (laughs) kind of like (laughs) Boomer (laughs) laugh. It's like Yeah. It is very like it is very much like that. Mm -hmm. Um uh, Lori drinks a drink, and there's like this whole ballet. Like she kind of realizes, "Oh, I love Curly, but I I have to go to a dance with like uh, Judd, otherwise he'll murder me." Um, what a what a hilarious predicament I put myself into. Um, <laughs> then then intermission. Have, they're at the dance, yeah, and then they have a uh Will sell Will sells his gifts to Ado to um buy, you know. By uh what's it called by her marriage you well, know he, sa- from
1: he sells it to to Al, to ali the
0: the ali ali team Ak- yeah. yeah yeah he sells it to him <laughs> yes um he sells it to him and then um what's it called he sells the the gifts to him and then gets the 50 dollars to buy her back basically like there's this whole like comp conv- convoluted like but that's the gist of it like that's just basically what happens um so ali Akeem's free yeah and then uh uh but there's this bidding war for lori's baskets um which i'm i wasn't quite clear about like is it just like a date or something like that or
1: well this this scene is a beast but it basically what's happening with the auction is each of the girls has packed a picnic lunch and they're bidding on eating that picnic lunch with the girl who made it. So they're they're essentially buying a date. And then that money is going towards purchasing supplies to build a new schoolhouse. Yeah. So the fact that, like, you know, there's this bidding war between Curly and Judd about who buys Lori's basket. And whoever buys her basket, Lori's going to have to be alone with that person for, like, an afternoon. And so that's why it gets so heated is, you know... Curly knows she's scared of Judd and Eller, who's the auctioneer, also knows she's scared of Judd and is like definitely like manipulating the auction a little bit to try to help Curly win the basket. Um,
0: Yeah. And there's no at one point, no one goes like, you know, Lori, you don't have to do this. You know, you you could rescind your basket. You can kill all the men and run off
2: with
1: Aido Annie.
0: Like there's more of us than there's more of us than judd you know we could beat him up if you like need i mean they do kind of like, get there eventually so they have a bidding war like judd and uh, curly have a bidding war and uh like they kind of like um it's very tense it's very like intense and like uh curly wins ah Yay. and then what a sim <laughs> that's that's jess's catchphrase by the way <laughs> though there is
1: there is also the implication that he's actually going to buy these things back from the people he sold them to later at a dramatically reduced rate Oh yeah, so, that's yeah, yeah. like oh well, okay, he'll be. He's fine like, <laughs> yeah, I'll sell you my saddle. I'll sell you my gun, you know. And stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, the whole community so, is sort of getting together to protect Lori. So
0: there's a little bit of redemptiveness to that. Like there's yeah. a little bit of like, okay, they're looking out for like this vulnerable person. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so then, uh, but eventually, but for some reason, like uh, Kurt, like um, uh, Judd and Lori are alone, and like uh, Judd makes a like. A pass at her, and like you know, kind of like sexually assaults, like attacks her, and then like uh, Lori fires him, and then Judd walks, kind of like goes off. Um, and also at one point, like, um, uh, Will and uh, Will and Ado like have a song of determining their the terms of their marriage, like probably something they should have talked about before getting married. Okay. <laughs> paying like so much money and like (laughs) um but it's fine um you know like Ado wants to be polyamorous like uh you know um the the will isn't as big of a fan um although there's clearly like a huge double standard and stuff um and then uh so they agree they agree to that and then um the the what's it called um curly and laurie like kind of like flirt with each other and like you know w- w- curly makes laurie feel safe and then you know they they ask to marry each other and like they're like yeah that sounds fun so then there the wedding happens oklahoma oh, oklahoma okay lovely baby down to do
1: uh that like happens
0: that. <laughs> and then like curly show like judge shows up to murder he like, shows up to
2: murder curly because he's drunk now and it's going to be a good old uh uh, a good old simp versus incel uh, <laughs> fight. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, well. Incel gets stabbed on his own knife.
0: Yeah. And then, like, the judge is like, i here to declare like, um, uh, <laughs> uh, curly innocence. Ah, get out of here, you crazy kids. And then they, like, sing, oh, oh what, what a beautiful, beautiful one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then it's over. That was so, basically it, yeah. So what do you make of this plot? Like, what do, you, what do you think of this plot? What do I make of it? I don't
1: know. You want to go first, Jenny? Uh, sure. Well, um, the plot is actually quite simple, though. We made it. It took us a little bit to get through all the beats, but <laughs> almost but, as
0: long as this. musical.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually not that complicated. Right. So we basically have like two love triangles. That's sort of the oh. main, the main setup. So I think the plot is actually quite simple, but that the character the characters are kind of what drive it forward. And um, this sort of ties us into themes. If I can, we talked about the themes. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned that. Um, One of the big themes to me is just sort of community and, and who makes the community and, and kind of who's in and who's out. And so to me, the, the, the plot exists in order to demonstrate how we form community and the ways in which we form these relationships and which relationships are celebrated and which relationships are, you know, shamed or oppressed or whatever oh. else have you. You know, there's this very clear, like, Ann Eller very clearly wants Lori to be with Curly and Annie to be with Will. And to the extent that she can, manipulates the outcome. And, mm. you know, we, we talked about the community coming together to help Curly win the auction. So, yes, I mean, Judd is a creepy dude who has porn on his walls and is a peeping Tom. That's another fun part that Lori's like, I'm pretty sure he, like, looks in my windows at night while I'm changing. And Ann Eller's like, don't worry about it. So, <laughs> like... <laughs> so, <laughs> eh you crazy kid you're fine look
0: Um, i mean it's a
1: part of it's a very uncomfortable moment for me in the show um to see ann eller just be like whatever don't worry about it but um but yeah that you know there's this tension but also that it's very clear you know who who each girl is supposed to be with um and then i'm sorry i'm talking a lot
0: no Um, i mean especially after like after like i described the
1: plot (laughs) that's okay but there's more but i think also uh the racism is is deeply ingrained in it too that we have you know this outsider of the peddler um who is never the person we're rooting for to be with annie and judd is sometimes portrayed also as a man of color um though not always but sometimes and so we also have this this comparison here where we have like the wholesome all-american you know cowboy and then this like dark creepy guy and and the girls are supposed to be with the handsome, you know, white person. And that's sort of telegraphed. And so um, I'm, I'm really glad that you're bringing that up, because that's exactly you know, you're putting it in words that, that like I was already going to mention that um, plot itself is is goofy. Right. Like which boy will Laurie go to the dance with? But I think that it's sort of it sort of exists as a device to like get into these deeper themes.
0: Ugh. It's
2: a show about buying a basket. <laughs> it's a basket sale. The,
0: the yeah. basket's the MacGuffin. <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: it's the real villain. Uh, no, um, a lot Capitalism. Of in it. I mean, I guess it wasn't an intentional theme, but I'm seeing a lot of themes of toxic masculinity. Oh yeah, from everyone, and I'm not just saying like, oh, there's a good guy, bad guy. I'm like, no, that is this is ingrained. This is this is something, and the problem that it has with this musical is that it doesn't seem to be. Well, sometimes it's a little bit self aware of it. Oftentimes, it's not aware of yeah. the toxic masculinity.
0: Like that would be like so cool. Like I'm sure the new version does that. Like explores all this stuff. But I feel like this would be gr- like the my impression of it going in before this was like, oh, this is like a wholesome musical about a cowboy and like very simple. Like, uh, like it could like th- that's the thing. It could have been that very simple love triangle story. Like maybe j- like and like um what's it called like uh curly could be more straightforward good you know a wholesome straightforward good guy you know and not like a you know like a like i'm such a good guy <laughs> like not that like yeah um, i'm
2: a nice guy
1: <laughs> i just like, i yeah. wish i'm sorry i was, i wish you could have seen the revival because it really nails the whole toxic masculinity thing just right on the head and like they actually so uh, Rogers and I've read like everything on the Internet about this show. Sorry. Rogers oh, and Hammerstein's estate actually had to intervene in the revival because they said that Curly was too douchey. And they asked them to scale it back because Curly's actually a total douche. And like, it's very easy to see. Like he, he tries to convince Judd to kill himself. Like he does all these horrible things. And like in the revival, Judd is crying as he's singing. Poor Judd is dead. Like Judd is crying. Judd is picturing his death, and this this bully is pressuring him to die by suicide. Just like no one
0: cares about him, yeah. Just
1: crying, and it's so heartbreaking. No,
2: I really wanted to see that revival. I never got to, and I never got around to listening to the soundtrack, because I don't think
1: that's the same as watching the show. I already know the music. It's not, but you, you should give it a listen, because it's actually really different. They've reorchestrated the whole thing. The um,
0: orchestration is like, but the words are the same, so like... I wouldn't have suspected the the plot was different if I just listened to it.
1: Well, it's, it's technically not, they didn't change a word of the book.
0: But like going back to like the, um, the, uh, kind of both of your themes of like toxic mas- masculinity in general and community, like the men kind of get to decide what that is. You know, it's very patriarchal of just like, there's just like, it's very, so ingrained in the whole thing of just like, um the man, like the, in the Kansas city number, just all the men gathering together, like looking at the, the naughty telescope. And then just like, kind of like, uh, in some ways harmless, but some ways more dastardly, like cajoling and pressuring the women to do what they want them to do. Like, it's pretty like, it's pretty gross. And it's pretty like, I I would love it. Like, I just like, I wish like it kind of committed to it's like it's it's just like the the tone setting is like leaves a really bad taste in my mouth because i wish they just committed to either doing a wholesome musical like love triangle very simple like oh what a beautiful morning and then just like the good guy wins like just like maybe it's not the best like or nuanced piece but it's like committing to like that
1: or yeah, committing, committing to, to a tone.
0: Yeah or committing to um you know it's a cheery musical, but with like a really dark center of just like, this is kind of messed up you guys. Like, Mm -hmm. I wish they committed to that because like Jess said, there, there doesn't seem to be self-awareness. Like they're, they're kind of getting into something interesting of just like, Oh, like uh, there's this like creepy guy. Like there's this like really dark story point of just like, you know, the song, like poor Judd is dead. And like, you know, Judd being like a kind of a, like a, kind of a sociopath a little bit just like
1: or not kind of or or just like a full-on full-on sociopath and there's some question as to whether you know he murdered the Bartlett family um he tells that story about mm -hmm, and it's not clear if like that's where he got his inspiration or if he actually did that if he was actually the perpetrator of that crime but I would I want to interrupt you for a moment because I do think I think the musical is self-aware and I think the fact that it's not performed that way is our fault are being people in the theater community because Daniel Fish who who directed the 2019 revival which actually began as a college production 12 years before that he set out to perform the show as if they had found it in a time capsule knew nothing about the context and were just trying to dig in and really perform the bones of the show and it all comes through without them changing a word of the script so wow. yeah i think that Rodgers and Hammerstein were actually really ahead of their time in terms of layering in some of this stuff like i went with you guys remember Mark Perry he may have moved away before you were adults. Mm-hmm. He played Mark in Rent in C U T C. He directed Aida. Yeah. So anyway, um, I, well, when we went to, when we went to New York a couple of years ago, we went to see The King and I with him, and I love The King and I, although it's like also like racist, outdated, and has a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. But we went to see The King and I because the revival was on Broadway and Mark was so surprised. He was like, that's way more feminist than I expected. Like, there's a lot Uh in this that I didn't see coming because he thought it was going to be a bubblegum, you know, musical. And I think with Rodgers and Hammerstein, there are a lot of those elements that they've layered in there. And we as like high school directors just kind of skate over it because it's too scary to get in there and you don't want your high schoolers doing a show that's sexual and violent. So instead, you just have them sing beautiful songs
0: the the song i was talking about in particular though is like um what's it called like uh I, I can't say no like that there's a little bit of yeah there's progress- self-awareness there there's a little bit of progressiveness in that in terms of like it's a very puritan community it's very like you know so there's like a level of sex positivity of just like and there is that definitely a read of it where it's like oh like the man is pressuring me to have sex or like kind of like give him the goods and like and I can't say no. Uh, like, uh, like, um, there's a level that. But also, like, it's like a woman like exploring like her urges and like exploring her what she wants. Like, I'm being told, oh, I shouldn't want these things. Um, but I wanna have sex with this person. I wanna have like. So there's a level of even though it's, but also like the rest of the text is like dodgy we can say (laughs)
1: yeah yeah it's super yeah and i'm sorry jess i feel like i'm not i'm not doing what i'm supposed to be doing i'm supposed to be rah rah oklahoma and you're supposed to be bringing up the problematic stuff what else do you have in your notes because i want to hear what you have to say
2: i have little things about like what we were covering i so far you already mentioned it i'm just at the low lights now
1: yeah, let's let's uh um, I didn't mean to take uh, your yeah I didn't mean no, to take no, yourself. No, no, no,
2: Um <laughs> I mean because at the end of the day, I, I think you're absolutely right, and we don't give it enough credit for being at the time, you know, uh as progressive as it was, even though it still perpetrates a lot of the the, the problematic uh elements yeah. of it. Um and it's just, you know, and I, I agree with you on that. Um, and I think I as far as like me liking the musical, I it's not so much that I hate it, I do hate it. Uh, but more that I don't think high schools can handle and community theater can handle this show because it's it's similar to like when uh I remember my school did uh had a succeeding business uh that show um but didn't play it in an ironic sense that it's supposed to be played yeah and that you know and i was like mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: like these texts like have to be like as much as i kind of don't like the you know gatekeepery gatekeepery nature of just like this is only on broadway you know and like But, like, the idea of, like, just, like, oh, like, you need to make sure, like, there's a level, like, you should make sure that, like, you responsibly handle this text. Like, you kind of, like, have some responsibility of just, like, also, like, kids are young. They're impressionable. They're going to get ideas of, like, what a woman's role is in society. Just, like... The sex pot, or the virgin, or the the the, the like, just yeah, like and kind if you don't of... play it right, it just reinforces it,
2: and yeah. you know, yeah. I yeah. think that's my main issue with a lot of theater shows, actually.
1: Um, yes, so. I think we might agree about Oklahoma.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with that. I would I have never guessed that. Never- <laughs> <laughs> okay, the thing that I do. Hate, <laughs> okay, can I, can I be honest here? The music, I just. Uh, uh, it sounds so like uh I, I don't like that that big 1940s overture 15-minute ballet.
0: <laughs> Just is like Society Jenny's has, Jenny's like, Scott has the need face. for
1: 15 minute ballets in musicals. That that see yeah, I'm with you there too. We have it's we have excessive, yeah. we have definitely gotten past the dream belly dancers to be able to show off. Um, I mean, they've been showing off the whole the
2: like show, but like this is this is their moment, and I understand like from like a, <laughs> the dancers are probably like, "Hey, no, I really need yeah. this."
0: I just feel bad for not enjoying it because like they clearly put so much thought and work and effort into like getting the choreo right. And I'm just like, thirty seconds, thirty seconds, thirty seconds. Just yeah, like it's hard to up. yeah,
1: and especially listening to it, like listening to the soundtrack. I think, are we moving into lowlights?
0: We could do, we could, this can be whatever it is. Because dream
1: ballet for me is also a low, a low light. Like who listens to a dream ballet?
0: And like the, just the plot point of just like, oh, she's having this epiphany of just like, you know, uh, I love Curly, like, and then Judd's this threat, you know, that's the, that's the story function of that. Like. But
1: still not something you want to listen to. we are in those salts. Russia. Ray's like she didn't sniff <laughs> salts. She definitely took acid. She definitely took acid <laughs> in her bubble. She started eating someone's face. <laughs> That's <Bath> salts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now it all is <laughs> a cut song <laughs> like about like uh low lights,
2: uh lack of diversity. Um
0: Yeah. Yes. yes. She, I, she, I, are, the, the, <laughs> in the um in the, uh, what's it called? In the 1998 version, one black guy had a line of just like, here's your $10, sir. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, bravo. We did it. We solved we it. it. Racism. Yeah. Again, I don't want to feel like I'm like a broken record here, but like the revival, very diverse. Lori is actually black. um. Yeah. So they've addressed, yeah, they've kind of addressed Hamilton
0: that. shows up. It's great. It's like, great,
1: but definitely a problem. Whenever
2: I reference Oklahoma, I purposefully leave out the recent revival, just so everyone knows, because, like, my my complaints for are for something else. I haven't seen the
1: new revival. I've heard great things about it, and I'm sure I would love it, actually. Well, but, but, what they've chosen to really focus on is humanizing the incel. Which is a scary thing. So it's not without its faults, let me tell you. You know, because if you humanize the incel too much... You make him
2: <laughs> right. Start to be like, huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like you know, and I, I understand that. But like, I fucking hate all the men. every single men man character in this show is not good at all. I yeah. there is something bad about each and every one of them.
0: It does make a good case, like yeah. against men as a concept. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. like congress should watch this go you know, like you know there shouldn't be any more men <laughs> like, <laughs> it oh.
2: does that's all for my low lights because that really just spans a whole lot of it so yeah, it's
1: like most of it that's,
2: so that's yeah. most of it I, oh uh and just for me the music i know you like the music jenny i just i, I don't like it it, it does not like like, you relentless. know that's that's like, that's fair it, it's too sweet. It hurts my teeth.
1: I love it. I love it so much. It, it, it is, is like, you know, I do hate, it's a scandal. It's an outrage. I hate Sucks. that so much. Have never voluntarily listened to that song in my entire life. <laughs> Skip it on every cast recording, every time. Never try to be out of backstage when it's happening. Don't want to listen to it. And the dream ballet. Yeah. I was thinking more of like tracks in terms of lowlights as opposed to like general themes. Oh,
2: lowlights! Um, uh, as far as tracks, um, those are my worst.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh gosh, uh, I know everyone really likes Judd's song, just about like how much emotion there is. I don't like the sound of it okay. in any recording I've ever heard of it. I'm like, it's just not like it's not doing anything for me, and not like in a oh, it's discordant. It's you know, and I mean like it's just it doesn't sound good okay um and it's i very know it's operatic. Kind of It's establishing piece but like just phonetic like
1: it just oh. yeah it's very different from everything else in the show
2: yeah it has much maybe work. that's why I, you know I, it kind of sticks out yeah. yeah i don't know yeah i like it, there's nothing wrong i often i really like discordant songs but that one is just like this it, it's probably like my least favorite sounding song huh. um Otherwise, other songs like as far as the ones that I don't like, you know, obviously I don't like any of the music, <laughs> except <laughs> with, with some exceptions. It's a long uh, list.
1: <laughs> all the songs.
2: <laughs> all um, the songs. And uh, yeah, but uh, Ali Hakeem's song really sucks.
1: Uh, oh, God, it's the worst. That character is just a. Bad idea in general. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Though I have seen it played that he's actually a white guy who's pretending to be ethnic in order to make himself exotic to like sell more stuff.
0: There, which, there's a level. That's a layer which that is could work.
1: better, but still problematic. Yeah. It's not like, okay, then it's not like then it's okay.
0: Yeah. That number is just like, again, like just like a thing I don't like about this musical are just like that prominently male choruses Like, kind of like cheering on the central idea of some of these songs. Just like, yeah, it is a scandal. It is an outrage that the dad, you know, like, like makes you marry someone. I hate, like, just like it is like, it just like uh,
2: protecting their daughter's virginity.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Though, I mean, I agree with them. I also hate dads protecting their daughter's virginity. And yet, they're. The reason they hate it. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah.
0: And. Just the whole, like, the, I just hate just the, the whole bit of just, like, women as property. I know it's, like, the custom and whatever and, like, the society. Like, we live in, by the way, we live in a society. But, like. Um, what? <laughs> news to me? Um, But, like, but the idea of just, like, the whole, like, running theme of just, like, running through line of just, like, women as property. Of just, like, I, you know, the dad doesn't look at the, you know or, like, first of all, the dad doesn't look at the two men as, like, oh, they're characters. Like, I think this is a better choice for you. He doesn't care as long as he gets more money. He gets like, you know, you want her fair and square. Like, there's no, like, no no autonomy with the women. It's just like, well, this is what I want, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe I want to explore both of these options, you know? Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like, there's no, there's nothing like that. And just, like, the, just, like, everyone just reoccurring, just, like, the men like carrying the women on their shoulders, like it makes me very uncomfortable. Like it's very like, just like, Oh, like you're my plaything that I fuck. And like, you know, like it's like gross. It's like pretty, it's like, yeah, I don't like that at all. Like, um, and, and that doesn't help. Like, uh, I can't say no's case, you know, necessarily that like of like, it's like kind of like the baby it's cold outside like read of just like
1: but and I don't want to always be the but you know but but even with baby it's cold outside we were living in a society as we are now in that time we live in a society where (laughs) women couldn't say yeah women couldn't say women couldn't say yes right women couldn't
2: say yes otherwise you're a (laughs) skank Right. You know, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and, and so like, so this was her, like in that song, it, that was, th- that was her way of being like, oh, I need an excuse to stay, you know? It, and, and when we read it through, like, so you need a bit of context with that song. And even with the context, you can get a little bit of weird things, but it's a little better when you give it.
0: The yeah.
2: Context of the
1: time. Yeah.
0: There's like the line of just like that is really gross in that song of just like, um, you know, what do you say when he wants cream, but he's gotta have cream or die? Or just like like he's kinda like pressuring her. He's kinda like, Come on, baby, hey. This how they sounded back that. Like, come on, baby, hey, grease lightning over here, hey, oh and
1: now that now we're seeing where we got the sock hop thing. But yeah, you're right. That is I agree. That is a creepy part. But then she also says, like, I know I'm supposed to act refining finding cool. But then every time a guy touches me, I just lose my shit. But I am horny. <laughs> right. Yeah. Every time I every time I lose a wrestling match, I have a funny feeling that I've won. Like she knows <laughs> what's expected of her and she knows that what she wants isn't what's expected of her. And so, you know, yes, yeah. the title. I can't say no is creepy. I just wish they didn't make her an idiot or at least too.
2: that yes. she mm-hmm. is dumb. That's another problem with it. It is like, ah, she's just a dumb slut, right? <laughs> yes,
1: it definitely is very tropic. But back then, I don't know if it was. It like is a big mood being yeah. a dumb slut. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, It's but it's, uh, I, I, it helps me to remember the context of those kinds of things. Sure, like, women yeah. were kind of forced into this weird. I have to say no when I mean yes because they couldn't say yes, and now it's translated into people not listening when women say no which is a huge problem but you know yeah. i don't know in the context it made more sense
0: uh i don't like uh i am like you know we kind of covered the mostly problematic songs but like just like musically like farmer and the Cowman, is so boring you know but just like it's, it's like, like one of those songs, songs. where it just
1: <laughs> <laughs> just like that
0: <clears throat> <laughs> like um but like it's just like the song, like it's probably the act and the beginning of act two. They need to mm-hmm. like have like people like you know people urinated and people like you know got their got their twizzlies That's um, true that they, they did and uh, they 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 forgot all the characters in the show. So, <laughs> so like, remind they them what's a, happening. they need a song where it's like it's me, curly, I sing a line over here. Just
1: like <laughs> see, I actually have that down as one of my highlights
0: oh yeah like please though like um
1: but it's only I think because I did the show that's another song I think it's hard to listen to because it's such a dance a dance heavy song um and listening to it for me that was one of them that I was like I'll skip this after a minute but then like I wanted to listen to the whole thing but I think that's because I had good memories of performing the scene and so it was like a happy it was a happy memory so I listened to the whole song the song itself doesn't have a ton of merits I'll give you that
0: (laughs) it it's yeah it's just like uh Yeah, I get the idea of just, like, you know, you need, like, a high energy and, like, entrance to the act. Uh, Mm -hmm. But, like, I feel like they kind of did the, they kind of, like, why didn't they do Oklahoma? Like, I feel like, you know, that could have been a fun, like, introduction to, like, the, like, you know, like, because that's a better song, I thought. like
1: Agree, agree.
0: Yeah. Um, Any other lowlights, like, just, like, thematic or song-wise, you know?
1: I think I
0: covered it. Got most of mine yeah. out, yeah. Yeah, also, yeah, just like, um yeah, uh, uh, also just like I guess like Judd being like kind of like, you know, being like even though like, I think there's like some sympathy with like, and also like that character is kind of like a bad person and not a good guy, um, but but like there, I think like it's just like once again the racial implications. Like I saw a version of the show where I was like a white guy played Curly you know there's but, also like um, class yes. classism like kind of like maybe some ableism or just like maybe he's not fully like there. like none of these none of these characters yeah. have gone to ther- That therapy wasn't invented yet <laughs> like um no. yeah just like kind of like kind of like this like yeah it's just like I think there's like um I think they could have like played the character like had like written the character like um with more dimensionality than just like, like a monster or like a dumb guy or anything like that, or just like and like yeah, it could be like, again, there might be maybe he's on the spectrum or maybe something along those lines. Like, and it's just like, I feel like could, it's more, it could be really um, upsetting and insulting um, to like portray him that way. Let's go through. It. Let's go through highlights. Let's have some fun.
1: Yay. <laughs> yeah.
2: I really liked everything's up to date in Kansas City. That's
0: honestly my highlight song.
1: Yeah, I don't really like it that much either.
0: What 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 about it? Well
1: good.
2: I just yeah, don't you- I like the
0: upbeatness
2: of it, you know. A, a lot of it are, is upbeat, but like that one is just kind of fun. I don't know. It was I, I wanted to pick a song that I liked. And among the songs that I listened to, I think I hated that one the least. <laughs> <laughs>
1: A ringing endorsement, yes, yeah,
2: um also it is a fun among song themes that are highlights, I wrote down Laurie and Ado a- Annie did nothing wrong, yeah, they're good people, like it's true I have nothing to complain about their characters. I was like, oh no, i, I like,
0: like I like Laurie like like, a lot they're
2: they're really they're just victims like of their circumstance, aren't they
0: like I think I, like, like uh, Aunt, Aunt's like Addie or whatever her name Aunt Eller. Is and it's like she's kind of like complicit and nefarious <laughs>
1: yes like. yes and i she's one of my favorite characters i've ever played um yeah and at the time i really saw her as being this sort of like jolly like happy person and then at like after like getting in under the hood and like looking into it like that moment where laurie's like i'm being sexually harassed and Anna i like, Shh, it's fine and then, like, after watching the revival and the whole kangaroo court thing, it's very upsetting. Like, the fact that she threatens the one dissenting person who's like, I'm not comfortable with this. And she's like, you'll feel pretty funny when I tell your wife you're you're seeing another woman. And she just made it up. So, anyway. So, I don't... Yeah, I... How much, like, how nefarious she is, how much control she's actually exercising over the whole community is is sort of up for debate. But she's she's definitely not an innocent uh, bystander in all of this.
0: It It is like like, you know. Again, we live in a society, and like the society is (laughs) patriarchal, and like very like
1: mm -hmm, she's protecting that status quo, and she's actually somehow managed to be part of the patriarchy in it. She has, she runs the auction. She, she, you know, is the arbiter of Lori's virginity. She's the one who has, she's one of the guys. She's one of the guys. She Uh, looks in the little wonder and laughs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she's managed to, to code herself as a guy. So giving her more power in the society and then is working to perpetuate the system and to preserve the status quo. So yeah, her hands are not clean.
0: (laughs) To get like political a little bit, just like, that's like something that happens in life of just like, Mm You know, uh, women or like minorities or whatever, like they get like they want a seat at the table. You know, they want to see at the table, and then they get there and they real they kind of and you close the door behind you. You know, yes, Mm -hmm. exactly, and they don't like they end up like reinforcing what was before and leaving their community behind a little bit, which is yeah, very um, much so, unfortunate. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Highlight. uh, I like. I even though like uh, Curly is thoroughly mediocre as a man, like as like a (laughs) as like a person, a a human being. um, I think like all the duets between Curly and Laurie are beautiful. Like I really like them. Um, Just like uh, uh, what's it called? People will say we're in love is so cute. It's so cute. It's a great like just like outside of the context of the show, it's. Very beautiful. It's just like, um, and like I like the central conflict between them of just like ne- neither of them admitting to themselves that they like the other person. Like, like they're kind of like playing games with each other, and that's very relatable. Um, there is like a read of it where it's like, um, oh, like um, you know, there's a level of like, oh, maybe Curly's kind of could like pressuring her a little bit, but like it just felt more like the. They like they they would eventually come to that conclusion anyways, of they want to be mm-hmm. together. So mm-hmm. I like that. It's just this Hugh Jackman's great in that song. I just like uh um yeah, just like you the excuse uh,
2: me for
1: a few minutes, I am so sorry. Okay. By all means.
0: Don't yeah, okay.
1: Well, you know, maybe we take a quick potty break. Potty break? Okay. I'll
0: be too <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's, uh, take a quick break. Dot, 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 dot. Yay. And we're back here to talk about Oklahoma by, uh, Rogers and Hammerstein. Um, let's go through some, uh, uh, like any, like, let's go through like just the remaining highlights.
1: So, um. Well, I kind of did, too, because I did the original or the 1998 version and the 2019. So I also love the duets between Curly and Lori. And actually, I think one of my favorite pieces of music in the world is the people will say we're in love reprise um, after right after they get engaged. I just it's to me so joyous and so romantic and it just feels like a fresh, cool summer night. And I just love it so much
0: i think like the perspective change too is fun just like people mm-hmm. are like i don't i forgot the exact wording but like just
1: let people say really cool. they say let, people, let, say people, yeah, let yeah. people say we're in love yeah let people
0: say we're in love yeah that they've accepted
1: it, like, it and they're so excited to be together mm-hmm. um i also really love many a new day which um i think is kind of like a fun feminist anthem yes and um i know a I- song that all sopranos have to sing uh <laughs>
2: Yes, for auditions everywhere,
1: everywhere. But I actually really love the song and I think it's fun to sing. And I sang it at the Ginny's one year and um, someone came up to me afterward and said, my table was full of divorcees and they loved your number. (laughs) So just this sort Mm -hmm. of like there are more men where that came from. And then uh, (laughs) in terms of highlights from the revival, um, I really love the reorchestration. Um, They add a banjo and I am a sucker for banjo, which like not everyone is. Um, they've really come back to the folk roots. And I also love um Out of My Dreams in the way that it's performed, and I love that Ann Eller gets to sing, and I love Can't Say No. Um, and I especially love Um the girl who played Allie, uh Ado Annie, Allie Stroker, that's her name. Allie Stroker is just absolutely Yeah, I
0: remember, I remember that.
1: She is so good, and and I just think that. That song always feels kind of boring to me in other productions. It's so long mm-hmm. and all the verses are like basically the same, but she just absolutely wails on it and it's just so fantastic. And her performance was stellar. Really oh, yeah. love her.
0: Sorry, um, those were my
1: highlights. I'll stop gushing now.
0: No, like, please continue to gush. Um, uh, just, uh, oh, what a beautiful morning with the surrey with a fringe on top. It's like kind of setting up the expectation of what I thought the musical was gonna be or just like oh it's like fun and like who cares like just like like um I was like just like uh they're just like so like I know it's repetitive like and just but the melody of Surrey with a fringe on top is just so like fun and just like dun 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 like and just like the variations of that and like slowing it down. And it's just like uh, flirty and like just like, but what if you know? is yeah. really sweet. Um, I just want to say once more that like, it's a scandal. Sucks. <laughs> it's so like I know bad. we're not. Like, yeah. Um, I like uh, like I I'm conflicted about poor Judd is dead. Um, I think just but the highlight of that song is the, um, the ending harmonies between, uh, the two of them. Mm-hmm. I just like uh it's like rare it's also kind of rare to hear a duet between a bass and a tenor like mm-hmm. not as common i think mm-hmm. um but yeah i have complicated feelings about that song because it's like i i just like wish they picked a tone you know uh because like is it supposed to be are we supposed to be think this is funny are we supposed to like think this is like just like you know are what are we supposed to think of this character i am not quite sure cuz like
2: Actually, like w- the, the way everything wraps up at the end how are we supposed to feel about curly <laughs> and just like
0: yeah. so and just like uh hearing the story about like roger the estate going like hey you can't make curly that much of a douche you know i wonder like, like he how was much Written that way? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't their fault. <laughs> yeah. No, he's supposed to like cajole right. him into suicide. Sympathetically. <laughs> like We're supposed <laughs> to like him. Like, hey, come on. The
1: scariest part, if I may, was uh,
0: uh-huh.
1: when Curly Curly is proposing to Lori and he says, please, please, Lori, marry me, ma'am. I don't know what I'll do if you don't. And in the revival, he said, I don't know what I'll do if you don't. And I was like, whoa yeah oh it was very threatening it was very clearly a threat and it was so frightening and just gave me goosebumps all over and then to go into my favorite piece of music and the entire musical theater canon was quite jarring see why i was crying the whole time it was very emotional
0: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) uh uh, yeah it's just like um also i will say they make this character very like they make this character menacing and like the actor who plays him is like very good too Mm -hmm. um it's just like uh yeah, I, I like you know the one. I, it's really up to the actor to give him the depth, you know. Yep, yep, um, for sure. And <laughs> it's just like I think it's fine to have this character, but it's just like that the men in the uh, the other men in the cast aren't that much better. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, come on terrible men let's kill this
1: other <laughs> terrible guy slightly worse guy yeah like we all like, threatened to rape women but i think he actually did let's get him yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that's just crossing the line <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that, that's i think that's why i, really I
0: paid 50 dollars to mistreat my wife <laughs> just like <laughs> yeah um, yeah there's
1: definitely some hypocrisy
0: there yeah uh yeah, those are my main highlights. Now, Oklahoma's fun, too. Like, that song it's just, like, the, harm, the harmonies that just, like, the chorus, and, like...
1: The harmonies I think are it's pretty
0: really
2: awesome. Fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, any stray observations? Any stray obsies?
2: Nothing needs to be over two hours max.
1: Come on.
0: Yeah. Makes my
2: ass
1: hurt. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal. I thought that was the goal. Agree. Too long. Didn't have really any stray observations except my one on the revival, which is really our revolutionary new take is humanizing the incel. That's what you guys decided to do. That's what they decided to do.
0: Speak on that a little more. How did they humanize the incel? Like, Curly.
1: They really delved into the text, and they brought out a lot of the darker themes. But the biggest change, and again, they didn't change any of the words, and I even overheard two girls, like, they changed the book a lot. No, I have the script memorized, and they didn't touch it. But the biggest sort of perspective shift was making Judd sympathetic. And they also used modern costumes. So he had sort of like a Kurt Cobain look. Like, he had like a flannel shirt. He was like grungy. And it was clear he was this outcast and um, it wasn't totally clear why. And sort of subverting the, um, Judd is sometimes not played by a white person. He actually has blonde hair or light brown. And um, like during poor Judd is dead, they actually kill the lights in that entire smokehouse scene leading up to it, which makes it very frightening and very unsettling. You're sitting there in complete black. And then a camera comes out and is, the camera is a close up on Judd's face being projected on the back wall throughout the entire song. So as Curly's talking about how Judge should just die and how he's no better than the vermin and stuff, he just gets sadder and sadder and then he just starts crying. And um, spoiler, I don't know if you can see it, so I don't worry too much about spoiling it. But at the end then, when he comes to the wedding, um, he says, I have, a, I have a gift for the groom and he actually gives Curly a gun, I think. And the implication is, yes, he gives Curly a gun and the implication is that he wants Curly to kill him that he actually just wants to end it because he's he's in such a bad place and so what happens is this deviates a little bit from the original he doesn't fall on his own knife but he he takes a step towards towards the couple and and curly shoots him and they have so many squibs they actually have blood shoot out of the floor the the bridal couple is covered in blood lori's white dress blood and then they sing oklahoma And it's terrifying. And um, so they were really trying to make you feel bad for Judd, which is a cool take. And I I disagree with you guys a little bit in terms of whether Judd is a a nuanced character because I think he is. And my personal belief is that he didn't kill the Bartlett family and that we're actually witnessing him cross the moral event horizon, that he is deciding in this moment if he wants to do this, what kind of man he wants to be. And Lonely Room is him deciding, I'm going to go for it. I don't care what it takes. Yeah. Yeah, and so I think that makes him actually very compelling as a character. He has maybe more of an arc than any of the other characters. Because that way. up
0: to that point, his life is shit. Like his life is so bad, he's so Total lonely, shit. and like, like maybe like yeah, he you know he whacks off to like naked pictures of ladies, but that's not like crime. That's Who does it? I guess like so- like like, like <laughs> looking through looking at like uh, looking at Laurie through the people is bad. But like um, other than that, he's like you know he's an honest worker. He's been saving up his money, and like mm-hmm. it, it is that moment where like. I don't know, like... I, I, uh, I never I, said
1: he was a nuance, wasn't a nuanced character.
0: I think I said that, but, like, that wasn't fair of me to say.
1: I'm not trying to criticize anybody. I know sometimes it doesn't come across that way, but...
0: I was yeah. always a
2: little bit sympathetic to Judd's situation, not to say that anything he did was right, because... After was, it was, yeah, yeah justifiable. It was yeah. bad. It was very bad. Yes. Um. But, like, there was a sort of... I was a little bit pissed watching... I remember first, like, you know, actually, like watching the show not when i was five i didn't quite like get the plot when i was in the first production because i was really too young uh but like when i finally like watched it i'm like who is who the fuck is this guy like comes in (laughs) and tells somebody he doesn't even fucking know to kill himself because he wants to go on a date with a girl
1: and there's this real tension too in in the revival they heightened it between maybe laurie actually does like judd we can't be positive she doesn't. She says she'll go to the dance with him. Because
2: in the end, it really doesn't matter what
1: Lori wants, does it?
0: No. But
1: when, when Daniel Fish conceptualized this whole thing, it was like, I want to say around the year 2008. So this idea that we were humanizing Judd was fresh and compelling. And then the Me Too movement happened. And and so I feel like it just, it, 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 it was a little past its time um, in terms of, in terms of trying to humanize this guy who thinks he's entitled to a woman because he has decided he is, you know? Uh, And somehow is...
2: Also this sentiment that's held by, like, also almost every guy there. Yeah. Um, It's just, like, just his... His version of toxic masculinity, even though he's sympathetic, his version of toxic masculinity is obviously no better than everyone else's. Yes. It's, you know, it's a lot more actively threatening
1: yes i it's think they were just a, it's it's also to put like crossing the
0: it's also him crossing the cultural line of what's acceptable like because like yes. what the men in the in the town are doing is bad but it's culturally acceptable you know and like yes, <laughs> that's the only that's the main line he's crossing it's just mm-hmm. the, like hey you can't do that like come on dude
1: <laughs> right that's too much yeah Anyway, that was just my stray thought was like, was yeah. this really the best way to modernize this tale? Yeah.
0: And really quickly, maybe not. <laughs> Go ahead. Really quickly, it's just like, it's a whole discussion of just like, you know, media normalizes, n- normalizing things, like whatever it is, like they normalize. If you put it on TV, it normalizes it, you know? Mm. And then it's just like, but it's also like, some people need to be normalized some people need to be like humanized like some people you don't see or think about you think you look at them and they go oh they're bad they're bad guy you know they that, that guy bad guy um you you do that and then you write a story about them being like oh this is their life this is how like you know they've been treated you know this is out blah blah, blah 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 and then you go like oh maybe like maybe this guy's a bad guy but he had this context it, it is about like so I wonder, about about
1: I'm sorry, <laughs> yes. just because you're a bad guy does not make you a bad guy.
0: Yeah. Just like, uh, but like some populations need that humanization just like, you know, um, that's why, you know, someone like Jordan Peele or Barry Jenkins, when they tell stories about black people, you go like, wow, like, 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 and I know it's so stupid to say, but like people going like, wow, I'm putting the shoes of this main character, you know, who's black mm. or a different person population um but then there's like a seedier underbelly of like you do that to someone who's like maybe not deserving. but then who is deserving like is everyone inherently deserving of humanization you know stuff like that like is the
2: the drawback on that is if you take a villain and you humanize them just a little too much a viewer will like uh, not only sympathize with them may identify with them and if the villain doesn't receive the, uh, the, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, consequences, consequences of their actions, then, you know, then, then they will identify with that villain and the villain is right. And as you know, and some, to, and depending on what story you're telling, that's not a good look, sis.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, and like, uh, that's like, uh, but it's also, is that on the, the author or is it on the audience? like is it like you know yes because like rick like rick from rick and morty like by the way you have have a very high iq (laughs) to understand rick and morty but like the idea of just like that's a bad guy he's like people idolize him but and like the the one of the points of the show like they pointedly don't punish him because you're supposed to see that he's fucking ridiculous and like a toxic person you're supposed to see that but then the show doesn't punish him but it's like also like so apparent it's like you can't like you just you just use media literacy you know like but also like it is like on the authors too of like man they really like kind of make him cool you know they kind of like all that yeah. stuff
1: and I just, he's a
0: pickle it's funny <laughs> so, sort of like it's the double-edged
2: sword of satire yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. But, like
2: what
1: you were talking about kind of like we were talking about society being like past a dream ballet i sort of we feel like as society. a society we're past the point of like humanizing angry entitled white guys really sure like <laughs> we
0: the, the, i think we need like 3500 more <laughs> that's media like
1: that's all media and and so the fact that they were like how can we make oklahoma Fred?" i know we'll humanize the angry entitled white guy and i'm like really that's
2: watch megamind
1: it uh i haven't i will
2: uh, it really flips that uh, that uh, trope, actually. Okay, I'm nice. intrigued. No, no, I, I know people are like, oh, Megamind? No, watch Megamind. Uh, okay. The way it really flips that uh, angry uh, incel-type character on its head. Okay. <laughs> For a kids' film,
1: too. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's the best, ba- like, kids' films, kids films oh, yeah can they be the tab- best. I, I'm not saying that they can't tackle, like, really issues
2: but this is like this is one that like really hit like way too like oh
0: yeah <laughs> i'm actually uncomfortable. good to know good to know. uh the the berenstain bears like solve the prison industrial complex um but like uh, um by the way paddington does that he's a good bear who solves prison like like as like you know rehab rehabilitation um oh. yeah it's great it's good Don't great remember movie. that book yeah no, the the mo- Paddington too, like oh, the mo- he okay. solves the, the prison movie. industrial complex. It's, that's the movie I recommend. Uh, okay, so let's go through our final thoughts and ratings. The way this works is we'll rate this uh, musical out of ten, and we'll give our you know final summations and like you know explanation of why we gave it that rating. So um, let's go to Jenny first. What do you what would you give this record?
1: Uh, I would give it ten of ten. Hawks making lazy circles in the sky.
0: Holy shit! <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> I, lo- I love it. I love Oklahoma. And uh, I th- I never get tired of it. Um, wow. Except for It's a Scandal, It's Not an Outrage and The Dream Ballet. But um, yeah, I, I feel like, and sort of like we've been discussing this whole time, I feel like there's so much to it that you can yeah. keep coming back to it and finding new things. And every time, even though I have the script memorized, every time I see it, I there's something new. There are still surprises.
0: So... Yeah, absolutely. Like Love it. first of all, it like by virtue of it being three hours and that helps it being it. dense. Yeah. Um, but also like it is like in the intentionality is like pretty cool. Um okay, we turn to um we turn to Jess now.
2: Ah, yes. I give it two out of ten dead just. <laughs> <laughs> uh I don't hate it as much as when I was uh, like, as I thought when I was revisiting it, I still hate it. Um, I put it at two because one out of ten dead Juds is Carousel. Uh,
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. And... Um, That'd be one out of ten dead Billy Bigelow's though, right? I
2: think it's a really... I I think many times it's a really outdated show, with the exception of how you know they uh, redid it in that revival. Um, A lot of shows aren't going. A lot of schools so excited to listen to that by the way aren't going to be doing that version though. No, Uh, that's true, and they probably never will, um, (laughs) because that's the nature of it all. Uh, And yeah, no, that's that's my that's my thoughts on it. I prefer Cannibal the Musical
0: uh okay so my rating uh i'm gonna give it six pack of lies um (laughs) uh, i'm gonna give it six pack of lies um i'm right in the middle but of you guys um i have no like you know affection for like no not affection that's uh, too strong like but like no nostalgia really for it like i didn't perform in this show i don't have no you know i saw it when you did it you know in 2000. 14 or whatever. Um, I
1: think it was 16, but a a bit ago. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, I saw it then. Uh, and I didn't remember it. Like also I was like far away and I couldn't hear everything. So it was just like, what are they saying? (laughs) Um, but like, um, yeah, I'm in the middle of you guys. So just like, um, the, so I think you guys made the case of just like, oh, it's more complex than just like, and more self-aware than I initially gave it credit for. I was going to give it a much lower score. Um, uh, so you gave, you convinced me to bump it up a few points. Um, but, uh, there's still like some, you know, I still feel very uncomfortable and with the, you know, women as property thread, like the, like, just like the tonal mismatch of it, just like, you know, how a simple story gets so convoluted, I feel like, um, Just like, again, you could just like tell this very straight, like if I was like, you can make this two hours, you can make this two hours and like get the same dense, denseness through and stuff. It feels like such a
1: reasonable goal. Two hours.
0: Yeah. Um, And just like, uh, but that being said, like some of the songs are good. Some of the songs are really good um, and memorable. And like, there's more to dive into. Like um, sometimes the music was sometimes the music behind the singing felt like it was trying to catch up to like the actual singers. Uh, I was just like, uh, like, uh, I guess we're doing this like, um, but all in all, um, six pack of lies. So that's my rating. Uh, all right. So thank you so much, Jenny and Jess. Uh, now we'll get into our, (gasps) I've been meaning to listen to that. And I did playlist. So, um, Let's uh, go through uh, who would like to go first and like uh, put a song on the playlist this week.
1: Um, I've been listening to next to normal a lot. We talked about that a little bit. I dreamed to dance. All right. Click. I know the day will dawn. The dancers may disappear. Still the day. I just think it's really beautiful, and it's a duet, and I think it's really pretty. That's all. It's really pretty. That's why I like it. It's a little bit of yeah. a downer,
0: though. That's the that's the reason. Uh huh. Uh-huh, I like it. Uh huh. Uh huh.
1: Yeah. So uh, this
2: song is called Moonshine. It's by uh, Caravan Palace.
0: Ooh! Click.
2: uh, uh, retro, uh, electro swing stuff like that. Uh, but they did a song, uh, Moonshine. I really like it. Um, it also comes with, they also do really crazy, insane music, animated music videos, um, that really like take weird twists to where you don't even think it's going to go. Uh, but the song itself, I really like its sounds and use of like, um, I don't know quite how to describe it. I'm not very good at using music terminology, which is weird because I've been doing this shit my year. <laughs> but um, it, is it, most. it has a lot of like distortion sounds that sound really satisfying at certain points. And I, I just really, I, I really love it. I also really like the lyrics. I used the song in one of my recent uh, numbers. Well, it was recent as in like, maybe like a month or two ago. That's recent. Um, it was um, that I used for like a it, well. It, it, it was a it was a bit of a uh, back to dream sequences, uh, but it was like a dream number uh, where I did it all in black and white, and this uh, this song oh, really wow. part of my feelings about like uh, my uh, my want of wanting to get out there and do more things, but feeling a bit. Trapped in my own self um and a lot of like yeah. you know strict religious upbringing, you know hindering my feelings of comfort of getting out of my comfort zone and i I really like i I really like it for that reason
1: was that that was the one you filmed at the at the church part of it? That was cool
2: yeah, so that song that song is you know what okay. I would
0: recommend yeah, all right. Uh, that's amazing! Like uh, I can't wait to hear it. Uh, okay. Even though we're hearing it right now in our he- headphones because I pressed click. Um, okay. Uh, my pick is gonna be "Morning Is Broken" by Cat Stevens slash Click. Morning, Morning has broken. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that song is great. Uh, my dad loves this song. He plays it all the time. And like, uh, it's just like, um, it's one of like the songs where like our tastes kind of intersect because our tastes are very different. Uh, it's also like just like a song about mourning and like, you know, mentioning mornings and stuff. So um, yeah, I like the song a lot. It's just very chill. It's very like uh, uplifting. The piano breakdown is great. Uh, so that's my pick. All right. So, uh whoa! <laughs> um all right. Uh Manse. Uh all right. So, thanks everybody for showing up. Thank you so much, Jess. Thank you so much, Jenny. Uh this is so much fun. I had a great dis- I thought this was a great this is a great episode. Great discussion. I learned a lot for sure. Um you got to endure me <laughs> and my like description of the synopsis. Um where i was just like I've seen it one time. Like <laughs> um so yeah. We we would love to have you back eventually, like over time. Yes, next
1: time we just chew into carousel, just That'd rip be fun. it apart.
0: Ooh hell yeah. yeah. Uh so yeah. So let's is it a Rogers and Hammerstein? Hammerstein? Oh yes. <laughs> okay okay fun 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 uh okay so let's get into um so uh jenny anything where can people follow you anything you'd like to plug or anything like that
1: nope
0: all right uh jess anything <laughs> uh for people to follow anything you'd like to plug uh
2: follow my instagram at spank nightly spank underscore nightly with a k
0: okay so you could follow the show at ibmtltt on instagram and facebook You could follow me at Andrew A. Lee on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, You could follow Ezra at Ezra.Indigo on Instagram. You could check out our website at IBMTLTT.com. You could uh, email us uh, your hate mail, your mansplainings uh, at uh, I've Been Meaning to Listen to That at gmail.com. And to conclude the episode, Jenny has given us a closing sentiment. So just write it in the chat box, baby. Okay. Baby, <laughs> three, two, one. Oklahoma, Oklahoma it's is sexual, sexual and, and violent. Violence. All right, thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, Jess. Thank you, Jenny. We'd love to have you back again. That was so much fun. Uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Click, we live in a society. Wow. All right. <laughs>